Coach, I asked you what the host of this party was going to be serving up today. What's the drink of choice tonight? Well, you know, I, I'm not promoting it, but I like some old cold beer. I think I'm going to have one. I'm not promoting it now. Sam Pittman's going to be having plenty of cold beer after Arkansas defeats the Auburn Tigers for the first time since 2015 by a final score of 41 to 27. We're going to recap and give our reactions to that game. Also, Rocket Sanders looking like he is the best running back in the country, and it's not really close. And can the Razorbacks go 4-0 down the stretch? We'll talk about it all on today's Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Monday and hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. And by the way, if you're noticing anything different about today's YouTube video, just to let you know, uh, I'm doing a new software, uh, trying out uh, a different service that uh, looks to be a lot better than what I was using before. So hopefully it stays that way because I know that there were some random issues popping up. And so anyways, uh, if you notice that, that's what's going on. But uh, I'm happy to be here once again and to be coming to you about another victory for the Arkansas Razorbacks, this time in the SEC, this time in the SEC West, and this time on the road as Arkansas finally, finally ends that stupid, annoying losing streak to the Auburn Tigers. They win 41 to 27. Honestly, it wasn't even that close because uh, uh, Auburn got two touchdowns in the fourth quarter and uh, at least one of them was against the uh, second teamers for Arkansas. So and it was like at the final play of the game. So honestly, like the final score wasn't even really indicative of just how dominant Arkansas was in this game, particularly in the second half. And it was exactly what I was hoping to see. I predicted that the final score would be Arkansas 38, Auburn 24. I was pretty close. Pretty close to it. I'm going to toot my own horn there. But this right here, this game against Auburn, is exactly the way that Arkansas is going to have to win games the rest of the way. And they're going to have to do it with their strong offense and you know limiting mistakes, which they had a few in this one. But also the defense doing just enough, tightening up just enough, having just enough plays to be able to get big stops and get the ball back over to the offense for them to go ahead and not go out there and score. So uh, everything, though, that I saw and that I witnessed and that I paid attention to, I was really, imp really impressed by. Right? I think Arkansas came out of the bye week. It was a little sluggish in the beginning. There's no doubt about it. But at the end, Arkansas really turned it on. They ended up getting it going, and they finished out the game strong. And now they are sitting at 5-3. and three. They are one game away from a bowl uh, opportunity, and they are 2-3 and three in conference play. And um, I mean, I think they're right now still kind of further back in the West, but considering how things are going, and I know we'll talk about this later in the show, it could, could, could go pretty well for Arkansas where they could end up. But still uh, looking at the game itself, though, uh, I think that we have to start with the MVP of this game. And he's been the MVP for a lot of games this year. And honestly, right now, he might be the MVP of the Razorback football season. And it is Rocket Sanders. I mean, 16 carries, 171 yards. He didn't have a touchdown, but he had the big 76-yard run. He was averaging 10.7 yards a carry in this game. Just an incredible performance by Rocket. 
He has been so consistent. And if you don't believe me in his consistency, this was a great stat from Matt Hinton. Darren McFadden in 2007, which was arguably his best year that he had, he rushed for 153.4 yards per game on 5.8 yards a carry. Okay? This is through eight games, by the way. No, it's actually on the season. Okay, so yeah, they're just doing the season averages. Wanted to make sure. But Rocket Sanders in this year is averaging 154.5 yards per game, which is one yard more than Darren McFadden was. And he's averaging 7.2 yards per touch. That is a yard and a half more per touch, roughly, than McFadden was doing in 2007. Now, am I sitting here before you and saying that Rocket Sanders is better than Darren McFadden? No. But we will talk about that in the comparisons here in just a little bit. But still, he was he was incredible in this game. 171 yards. He's continuing to show his consistency. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into more of the specifics and what type of year that he could end up having. But he was great. KJ was great, too. 16 of 24, 234 yards and a touchdown. Uh, also rushed for 45 yards on 10 attempts. Uh, so you had a really good game out of him. Je uh, Hazelwood got 61 yards. So on five catches, Matt Landers got another hundred yard game where he had four catches for 115 yards. So good to see that too. Uh, Arkansas's offense, other than the fumble early in the game by, um, by uh, Jaden Hazelwood, Arkansas overall played really well. And they, they were able to be pretty consistent. I felt like even Sam Pittman said at halftime, they didn't run the ball enough in the first half, even though they should have been running it a lot more because Auburn is terrible, terrible against the run. But I think Arkansas started picking up on it a little bit more and then started going into the game and really uh, showing off their dominance. They ended up rushing for 286 yards in this game, and they passed for 234 yards. So pretty balanced. 520 yards offense on the road against an SEC West opponent. Uh, you're going to take that all day long. Arkansas still had 10 penalties, too many penalties, but it was only for 53 yards, so he didn't have really the a lot of detrimental ones, but still some, some dumb penalties there. Um, you had, let's see, you had a few uh, red zone attempts in this one where you actually took care of business, which was nice to see. You went 7 of 7 in the red zone. That's huge because that has been very problematic. Uh, again, you just had the one turnover. You did have uh, three sacks in this game, six tackles for loss which was really solid. Uh, third down conversions, you were really good. Auburn was kind of good too, which was problematic. But Arkansas, 8 of 14 from on third down. They're one of the best teams on third down offensively in the SEC, if you look at the season. So the, there's a few things that they've been doing really well uh, and just uh, really putting it together. Uh, Dwight McLaughlin and uh, Breeny led the way in tackles. Not always something you want to see, but they had seven tackles apiece. Bumper Pool and uh, Kari Johnson had six tackles. Slusher, Chris Paul, who Paul had five tackles apiece. Uh, so good to see that. And in fact, Paul had a, had a nice sack as well as uh, Miles Slusher. Both of them had sacks in this game. Jordan Dominic also had a big sack in the game too. I believe that was on third down. So great play out of him. A no-fly zone, Hudson Clark had a pass breakup, had a tackle for loss, also had four tackles. So good to see that out of him. But the point is, is that in, in this entire game, this is what Arkansas is. Like, this is the team that they are. 
They're not going to go out and be dominating the def- uh, the offense, the opposing offenses with their defense. They're not going to go out there and shut them out. They're not going to go out there and and hold them to to only ten points. Like it's just not going to happen. Okay, but they are going to do just enough defensively to give the offense, which has been clicking, which has been really good, and which has been one of the better ones in the SEC, and especially picking it up here lately. They're gonna. The defense is going to do just enough to give the offense more opportunities to get on the field and score points. And when Arkansas gets on the field, they don't have to. When they don't have to punt much, which we know is, is what every team, no team, wants to punt a, a whole lot. But when they get into the mode that they don't want to punt a whole lot, and they're taking advantage of those red zone opportunities by getting touchdowns or at the least getting field goals, getting points. That's how this team is going to win. Like the rest of the way, if Arkansas is going to win games, if they're going to win a game against any of the rest of opponents, that score right there of what we saw them against Auburn is what it's going to be pretty much the whole way. So I'm okay with it because it still ends up being wins. It still ends up equating to wins. But overall, this was the performance I wanted to see out of the Razorbacks. They gave us that performance. And now... You feel pretty good. You feel pretty confident. You went on the road. You have a three straight homestead that you're going to be going up against that uh, we'll we'll dive into. But overall, it was just nice to finally get that monkey off of your back about Auburn. Auburn was a frustrating game. Like A&M's been more frustrating for sure. And, and the reasons you lost to him, because in most cases, you're a better team, just like this year and A&M's spiraling out of control. And it's hilarious to watch. But like that one's been frustrating. Should have won that game. We all know that. But the Auburn one has been almost as equally frustrating because there's been certain BS that's ended up costing you a lot of times in these games. And so now it, it, you got that monkey off your back. All these players that are on this football team, they were able to beat Auburn. They hadn't beaten Auburn since none of them had. So they finally got to beat Auburn. Finally got to hold their hat on that. And it's huge. And something to where uh, my sign over here says, Arkansas owns Auburn in all sports. And that was what was cracking me up after the game, the amount of Auburn fans that were coming after me and just being, oh, your poverty program, trash. Oh, yeah, it's your Super Bowl. Like, they started doing that. And, folks, I am, I, I, sir, I am begging. Like, I am dying laughing at this because here's the thing. Like, they were all talking about how, oh, well, you know, it's, it's uh, Auburn's terrible, blah, 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 or Arkansas is terrible, your trash institution. Here's my thing. Arkansas, just in the past year, has beaten Auburn in basketball when they were number one in the country. They won the series in baseball. They smoked them when they played them in the College World Series 11-1. And they beat them like a drum in their home stadium just this past weekend. Arkansas owns Auburn. Like, Arkansas owns Auburn in sports right now, and it is glorious. It is so nice. Uh, Arkansas, because if you're just thinking about the major sports, The only team, of course, Bama and football, but Arkansas owns uh, pretty much every SEC West team overall in those sports. Basketball, they definitely like like LSU, for instance. You know, they they uh, obviously, you know, in baseball, it's kind of hit and miss, but uh, they took care of business against them, you know, past few years in their series, but beat them in basketball a lot. Football, they've they beat them, uh, beat them last year as my dog's coughing up a lung. You all right? Good. Uh, but you know, LSU, they've had a success Auburn. Of course, they've had success against Ole Miss and Mississippi state, uh, really besides football this year. And I mean, they've pretty much owned them too. 
in all the sports. And so, I mean, again, I don't want to listen to Mississippi State. We don't have to talk about baseball. But the point is that Arkansas has done a really good job, but Auburn is the one that they've really owned the most. So uh, it's nice. It's nice to have. And so if you know any Auburn fans that are around, be sure to talk some trash to them and let them know. Let them hear about it because it's good to actually have it once again. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting, football, and the start of new basketball season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check out all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. You are Locked On Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, I want to talk about rocket, rocket power. I mean, what what can you say? 156 carries this year, 1,041 yards, seven touchdowns, averaging 6.7 yards a carry. Just incredible. Right now, he is the front runner for the Doak Walker Award. He's the best running back in the country right now. He has shown incredible consistency. And in fact, his game, like, and everybody could say, oh, well, has, you know, who's he do it against? Is it against lesser teams and whatnot? Not necessarily, because here's the thing he had 117 yards against Cincinnati, 156 yards against South Carolina, 167 yards against Missouri State. He did only have 68 yards against AM, but was still averaging four yards a carry. He had 101 yards against Alabama, only had 86 yards against Mississippi State, but it was still averaging 4.3 yards a carry. Had 175 yards against BYU and 171 yards against uh, Auburn. He has just gotten into his groove to where he is hitting that hole hard, and he has just become the, the every down back that everyone thought that he could be. And Sam Pittman talked about him in the offseason and said, Dan, this guy... You know, he, he's, he's setting his shoulders above everybody else. And it's just been awesome to see him play the way that he's played and be as consistent as he has been in the system that they're in. Because we know that Arkansas wants to run the ball effectively. Like that's what, you know, that's where their bread and butter is at. And he has just really increased his, his ability. And so he's been the kind of the, the go-to guy for Arkansas. And honestly, I, I keep looking at, um, you know, other factors of running backs and, you know, getting to the point that they're at where they're having a lot of success and running the ball very effectively, you know, whatever it is that you want to look at. But the one thing that I've been impressed the most by Rocket is his humility, his, you know, every time he's, he's, it's brought up in a press conference, he always thanks his offensive linemen. He thanks his quarterbacks. He thanks his coaches. He's very humble about it all too. And he's just a sophomore. Like that's the incredible thing about it. He is just a sophomore. So you're going to have not only a fantastic year this year with Rocket, but Rocket's going to be back next year, and he's going to get even better. And for a guy that came into the program as a wide receiver, uh, it's not. I think he's. I think he's adapted to the whole running back thing pretty effectively. But somebody asked me if uh, I thought that he could be in the running for the Heisman, and honestly, no. Like, and that's not something that I'm saying where I don't want him to be in the Heisman or I don't think he's good enough. It's not that at all. It's just, it's a quarterback driven award and you got to be on a high level team 
in order to get that. And I don't think he's going to get that credit where it's due. Now, I will say that in the final four games, if he ends up rushing for, you know, because I think he's averaging at this point in time about 150 yards a game. If he has like this game against Liberty, like another 170 yards, something like that. But then against like LSU or Ole Miss, he has like a 200 yard game. What or maybe back to back 200, and then against Missouri, he has another 150, 200 yard game. If he gets like to 1500 yards rushing on the season and still averaging like seven yards a carry, then it's going to be really tough. And if Arkansas wins, that's the key, it's going to be really tough to not at least give him a nod and at least invite him to New York. Like, I don't know how you couldn't, especially when you'd be going up against some good competition to end the season and he finishes out strong. I think it would be tough to not invite him to New York. But I'm trying to look at it a little bit more realistically, too, because, and, you know, again, I hope I'm wrong, but the BYU and Auburn games this past two weeks have been against really poor rush defenses. If he can go, and, and Ole Miss has a, has a poor defense, LSU's is better. So, and, you know, Liberty's actually going to be a pretty good team to bring it in. But the point is, is that if he was able to possibly find that consistency and, and be able to have, that big game, that 200-yard type game against a good opponent like LSU or Ole Miss and finish out strong, have some touchdowns, and Arkansas win those games too, I think it's possible he would get invited to New York. It's possible. But still, you know how those things go, and you know how those awards go. A lot of it, as people already predetermined in their mind who they want to vote for, it's quarterback-driven. They want to give it to C.J. Stroud or you know somebody like that. But honestly, if Rocket has a great strong close to the season, Arkansas finishes nine and three, I think he needs to be invited. That's just my thoughts. That's my opinions. We'll see if it actually happens, but I have my doubts. Uh, can the Razorbacks go four and oh, though, is the question. We'll talk about that on the other side of the break here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Can Arkansas go 4-0? This is a question I got asked on my Instagram account, on my Twitter, all of those things. We go, can we go 4-0? Like, did this, did this really happen? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, anything's possible. But let's look at it uh, legitimately. Let's look at it realistically. This is the final stretch of the final uh, third of the season. Uh, the four-game stretch in November. You know, they remember what you do in November, as uh, Frank Rolls used to say, something to that extent. That was a horrible accent, too. I apologize. <laughs> so, uh, but they got Liberty this week, and Liberty's actually a top 25 team now. So, Liberty's lost only one game on the season, and that game was to Wake Forest by one point. Now, they beat Southern Miss, UAB, Akron, Old Dominion, UMass, Gardner-Webb, and they smoked BYU, a team that Arkansas faced this past weekend, or two weekends ago. So there is that. But overall, I still think Arkansas is just a far and away a better team. Like, Arkansas is favored by 14 points in this game as it opened up. Uh, it's still at 14 points, so it hasn't been much movement. Uh, but Arkansas, I think, is just, uh, they're, gonna, they're the better team here. Because look at this. Uh, looking at the stats, it's like 30, uh, Liberty gets scores 31 points a game. Arkansas scores 34 points per game. Liberty allows 21 and a half. Arkansas allows 31.9, but like they're, they haven't faced a team that's going to be as physical as Arkansas. Like the, the total yardage, 420 yards for Liberty. 
226 passing, 194 rushing. So they rushed the ball pretty effectively, but I think Arkansas will do okay about that. And even yards allowed. Or they rushed the ball effectively, but I think, yeah, I think Arkansas. But the rush, uh, yards allowed, they're uh, giving up 330 yards, uh, 207 yards passing, 123 yards rushing. I just don't think that they're going to have the athletes to match Arkansas's physicality. So they're going to win this game. Like I think everybody's on board with that. I think I think we all know that Arkansas is going to win this game. So they'll win this one this weekend. I feel I feel strong about that. And then you have after that the the big ones: LSU and Ole Miss. LSU right now is ranked fifteenth. Ole Miss uh, barely took care of business against A and M, but they did. Both of those games are at home. Honestly, folks, I feel better about Ole Miss than I do LSU. As crazy as that is, Ole Miss. Yes, they have a they have a really good scary offense. That can score a lot of points. I understand that. They've only lost one game this year. But their defense is not good. And honestly, their quarterback, Jackson Dart, really isn't that good. Like, if I'm just being honest about it. Like, he, he throws, he threw, he's thrown seven interceptions this year. Uh, he's only completing 60% of his passes. I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't think. Now, they do have a good running game with Judkins. He's got over 1,000 yards. And Zach Evans has been pretty good. But I don't know. I just I like Arkansas's chances more against Ole Miss than I do LSU, to be honest. So, both those games being at home is huge. And LSU coming off of the game against Alabama, maybe there'll be a little bit of a hangover. You could catch them at the right time. Maybe that'll work. And then you finish the season on the road uh, against Missouri who I just beat South Carolina because South Carolina is trash and everybody ranked them top 25 was the stupidest thing of all time. But uh, they go to Missouri and Arkansas win that game. Missouri's Missouri's awful. So worst case scenario, you go two and two this, this final stretch. Worst case scenario. Realistically, I think you go three and one. I think you split the LSU and Ole Miss games, just to be honest. But if you told me that Arkansas went four and oh, finished the season four and oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shook. I wouldn't be like, oh, wow, what happened? Like, it, you know, how, how did that work? I, I wouldn't be over the top crazy about it. So I think it's possible. I think Arkansas can't go 4-0, just to be honest. But they got to take care of business against Liberty. They're playing well right now. Their offense is clicking on all cylinders. And as long as the offense keeps clicking, it's going to be great for Arkansas. Because the defense, I think, is going to do just enough, be good enough, to slow down teams, but their offense right now is looking pretty unstoppable and looking pretty uh, pretty confident right now. So got to, got a lot of great games in front of us, but hey, it starts with Liberty. We'll see how it goes for them. Appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.